Welcome to Lunchtime in the Lab. It is December 4th. We are on a Monday, and I am glad to see it. Let's put this bad week that we've had behind us, and uh, we'll talk about yesterday just real quick. One and two day, uh, but we were damn close, and we were really right on track. Derrick Henry has the easiest catch ever. Ends up going over 100 yards, so we got his rush prop pretty well no problem. Monty had a high 40s in the first half, and the Lions... I think only had the ball once in the third quarter. They had that turnover. Gibbs ran really well too, uh, so that was kind of hard. He Gibbs ended up with about the same amount that you know Montgomery did. Uh, you know, he just I thought they were going to try to put the game away, and it, and they just really didn't. They just kind of kept passing um, instead of like running and like milk, milking the clock. So it didn't really work out. Uh, frustrating though. I mean, I did like a builder type play where I had Montgomery for forty, Gibbs for twenty five, Kamara for twenty five, and that hit uh almost first half you know so i continue to have success you know outside of the podcast and then Bijan started just so dang slow like minus two yards in the first quarter going into the second quarter uh you know and we really had a chance we were only short by like four yards or something like that falcons get the ball to kind of kill the clock and Al- guy or, or however you say his name is in Instead of instead of our guy, um, which is super frustrating. He ends up getting the yards that we actually needed. We should have cashed. We, I mean, I feel we really got screwed on that one. But hey, nothing we can do about it. Excited to move on from the weird week that we had. You know, if you've just started listening to me, I apologize for the cold spell. We're still up for the you know the history or the entirety of the the podcast here. Definitely down from last week, but you know you have some bad beats, and sometimes those just couldn't kind of continue to pile up. And I think we're hopefully move on from those and, and kind of move on. Um, and then I mentioned I mentioned obviously you know kind of frustrating. I, giving these plays out, I'm looking at 10:38 on my computer here, um, eight hours ahead of, ahead of things, you know. But I uh, I hit nearly every bet that I gave out on Twitter yesterday at Live Joe Bets. Uh, I, I mean, in fact, I did hit every bet that I gave out on Twitter. Uh, I hit my step one of the 10K challenge, 10 bets in a row, hit 10,000. I'm trying to put some money in people's pockets for holidays here. Um, and then every bet I gave in the Discord almost hit as well. So it ended up being almost up four units uh, overall, but unfortunately down one, two on the podcast, you know. So it's a different beast I'm still trying to crack and get used to here. So uh, definitely make sure you give me a follow, though, on Twitter. Uh, a, I'm trying to get 20,000 followers. B, uh, you know, it can pick up some different plays and, and get some extra winners. And, and hopefully even with these losses, like I'm still adding some good insight to the game and you can help kind of maybe your ears perk up and you hear something and that, that, you know, coincides with another play you were thinking of or something like that. So hopefully plenty of value, even though we've lost a couple here, you know, recently, but, uh, let's, uh, go ahead and slide into this, the games today. <coughs> the cough is almost I dare say maybe getting better. So hopefully we're coming out of this, guys. First play is going to be Joe Mixon. Receiving yards, 18.5 minus 110. There's a lot of 19.5s out there, but I was able to snag probably the last 18.5 on the board, it seemed like. Uh, So depending on when you get this, I'm cool taking it up to 20, I think. Mixon's gone over this line in five of his last six games, and he's cleared it pretty easily in those games. 44, 31, minus 1, 31, 23, and 24. So 23 being our floor uh, within that. So obviously we, anything under, like I said, up to 20 probably would be feeling pretty comfortable. In the one full game that he played with Jake Browning, since uh, Burrow's obviously out, he had 44. And in that partial game, he had 31. I don't know what of that came from Burrow, to be honest. But hey, I guess it's probably worth noting. 
Tonight, he faces a Jags defense that is third best to the rush, giving up 87 yards per game. Pretty stout rush defense. But their pass defense gives up 255 yards per game, which is 28th. And I just don't see the Bengals trying to run the ball all that much on this defense, um, even though... Obviously, with a backup quarter, you think they would be, but I don't think they're going to be able to be. And with the spread sitting at about minus 10 right now, I'm expecting them to be, to be passing more in, you know late game than they will be running the ball. Um, hopefully, they get them involved in some screens and some bubble-type routes with Mixon. Honestly, like a first-half two-minute drill is perfect. As they do a lot, of, a lot of teams do checkdowns to the running back, and, you know, so hopefully we'll be, hopefully we'll be sitting good there. Um Let's see here. And then not to mention that, obviously, that, you know, uh, a receiving back is a nice little safety blanket for a backup QB. And we've seen we've seen this backup do it, throw a lot of a lot of check down routes to this guy here. Uh, the main point, though, the Jags allow the most receptions to running backs in the league and they give up the second most rush yards. So not only do we have a good game script for this, we have a good matchup for this um, and you know, defensively versus, you know, position. And then obviously, you know, in position here with, uh, you know, they, they've they struggled against the running back. Devin Singletary just had 54. Uh, Derrick Henry didn't do much. CMC had 47. Both the Steelers in the game covered. Kamara had 91. Both Colts in the game covered. James Cook had 25. I could go on and on, but a lot of backs are getting over this. And we've seen Mixon be involved in the past game here pretty heavily and i think this 18 and a half is going to be really solid i i started doing my cheat sheet that i do that i put out on twitter and and this was one of the first plays that i came by and i was like shoot that's got to go on the podcast and then the next one here uh was evan ingram that's another one on the cheat sheet this one had to go up on the podcast here as well uh over 44 and a half minus 110 is pretty well available everywhere the Bengals give up the second most yards per game to tight ends um, in the league, Pat Fryermuth just cooked them for 120 yards. Kittle went for 149. Kincaid went 81. I could go on and on once again. The Jags play fast, and I fear a possible blowout, but I'm thinking that we have a lot of three and outs from the Bengals, which is going to increase the possessions for the Jags. And they're going to they're going to continue to pass all throughout the first half and probably into the third quarter, as they're not going to want to back off too much unless it's like 21 to nothing you know, at halftime or something, we'll, we'll, we may be in trouble. But uh, Evan Ingram's reception line is pretty heavily juiced at four and a half. We're talking like in the minus 160 range or higher, uh, which is saying that the books are the books have the assumption that he's going to get five catches. With five catches this year, he is eight to eight to our receiving number. If he's under five, he's normally under five by a pretty good chunk. Um uh, Let's see here. I mean, uh, one, two, three, four, four games in a row here. He's had five plus catches, five, six, seven, and seven. He went 49 yards, 57, 67, and 59 yards. Uh, next game, you only had four catches. You only had 28 yards. Seven catches, 41 yards. Five catch, 45 yards. Ten catches, 88 yards. Five catches, 49 yards. So with the assumption he's getting that, five, that fifth catch, it's going to put us over. And once again, he has that good matchup. Because uh, the Bengals allow, you know, a tight ends to really just, uh, you know, like a pass funnel type thing to the to tight ends. And then lastly here, I mentioned that we're doing the 10K challenge. This is this is going to be the official step two. Uh, with that 10K challenge, if you haven't heard of it, you take 
and you turn it into $10,000. And I know it sounds like magic and it might as well be because it's very difficult. Like two years ago on my first try, I went to step nine and I lost. I had everybody repeat step eight. So a lot of people walked away with like $1,000 or something like that. I ended up taking my wife to Gatlinburg, Tennessee for free, uh, you know, based off those winnings that we had for our anniversary. But uh, yeah, you, you bet $10 at, a, at an even money or so bet. So last night it was on Jordan Love completions. That was a Twitter play that I had up there yesterday. And, uh, you know, for him to have 20 and a half, he had 24, came in no problem. Now we, we've made $20.20. We're going to bet that this $20.20 on this play right here. And then when this wins, we're going to have $40 and something, and we're going to bet that $40 and something, and we're going to keep going like madmen until we either lose or we're at a good enough number that we want to cash out and buy some Christmas presents with it. So we're going to get creative, and this burned me last time. And if this burns me again, I promise I'm going to stay away. I'm not going to do it again. We're going to take the Jaguars first half, second half, which is found under the same game, you know, parlay tab on FanDuel. You can get this at a lot of books. We're going to take the first half, second half. <coughs> Sorry for a cough. And we're going to take the Celtics money line. That together is plus 110 on FanDuel. And I'm sure it's pretty similar in a lot of other books. We're going to be taking the risk here, like I said, with the first half, second half number against the Jags. But I just don't see the Bengals doing much of anything against the Jaguars with that backup quarterback. Uh, I had no idea who he was when I watched Burrow go down. Fun fact, I was playing Harry Potter Trivia Pursuit with my wife. And when that injury happened, I remember it vividly because she actually beat me. And that was the first time I think ever. Shout out Harry Potter. The Jags can be up and down, but they have an explosive offense and a really, you know, a pretty good defense at times here. Um, I, I just don't see a situation where the Jags are winning, are, are tied or losing at halftime. Obviously, we with the Cowboys just a few days ago, uh, they had that little Hail Mary type pass ended up being a, you know, incompletion. And I mean, whatever, I'm not going to talk about it again, but we ended up losing that bet. So that that is the riskiest part. The, their money line is minus 500. Their first half, second half is minus like 220. Put that with the Celtics money line. It just makes sense. The, the odds are going to come out to the way I want it to be. <coughs> For the Celtics, we got, it's the in-game tournament. So it's going to be a playoff type atmosphere. There are also reports that Halliburton is feeling a little sick. He's probably going to play, but is he going to be 100%? I don't know what that means. It's not going to be like a Jordan you know, flu game type thing. But Halliburton's obviously really solid. But he has to go against uh, Holiday today. And Holiday is one of the best defensive guys out there. Uh, so I, I really do think with Halliburton not feeling very well and Holiday being on him, Holiday's probably going to lock him down. It's going to you know force all of these other guys to you know, step up, obviously. I just don't know if they're going to have it. Uh, the Celtics are going to be without Porzingis tonight, uh, which probably means that Horford's going to start. Uh, so maybe Miles Turner has a good game, which, you know, he, he's got a pretty good, uh, you know, three ball. But Pacers score a lot when they don't play a whole lot of defense. I think the Celtics can handle, handle their business. And a fun fact, if you're wanting an extra play, uh, Jason Tatum has gone over 30 plus points in five straight games against the Pacers and he's coming off that ejection. I think he's going to come out hot and firing. If you look at his points and rebounds, uh, the Pacers allow, I forget the number, but it's pretty high rebounds to the position as well. So that might be another play. It was almost a play, but I liked Evan Ingram more. So to recap, 
Today, we're going to run with Joe Mixon receiving yards over 18 and a half. We're going to take Evan Ingram receiving yards over 44 and a half. And we're going to run the Jaguars first half, second half. That is a particular, maybe on your book you have to build it. And I don't know what that's going to look like. But when you build it, a lot of times you have to do first half three-way, which is, you know, Jags money line. Bengals money line or tie and that's that's what allows you to lose if if there is a tie so you would take the three-way on the Jags and then you know the full game money line if you have to build it but on FanDuel this is one bet it says first half second half I know on DraftKings it's the same the Celtics money line that's going to come out to plus 110 or so depending on how your book adds that up but that's what we're running for our three plays here that is going to be my 10k challenge play it's going to be on Twitter here shortly I'm going to post and that's where I'm at Looking over, it's a bit of a longer podcast. I talked for a little bit, but I think I am excited and ready to start a new week here. We will probably have kind of a lame Monday night football game, and people are going to tweet about it, and those are the people. I see it all the time. Oh, gosh, NFL is so boring to watch. Like They just don't appreciate it. You have to just find the diamonds in the rough, and that's what I have here with Mixon and Ingram. It might be a 21 to nothing type game, but we could cash our bets. I'm going to have a builder play out on Twitter as well. Uh, you have to appreciate the game and understand what's going to happen and be able to, you know, work around that. So hopefully that's what I did today. Let me know, uh, continue to let me know on Twitter, what you guys are thinking, what you're enjoying on Spotify. There's that question and answer portion. You can actually, you know, type things in there. It doesn't publicly go on there, but I can see it and I could post it to the episode, you know, if I want to or whatever, uh, any suggestions or, or anything like that, you know, but, uh, I've talked long enough, I think. I will see you guys back tomorrow as usual, and hopefully we catch some bets. Give me a follow at LiveJoeBets for any additional plays I have today, and I'll catch you, uh, catch you guys tomorrow.